Hey cousin, come on in. Welcome to the Dear World Podcast, the place that if you drink your water and mind your business, you'll be just fine. I'm your host, Miss Amber J. The goal of the podcast is to be relatable, transparent, and honest. We're all family here, so nothing is off limits. I hope that you enjoy your listening experience, and don't forget to turn on your notifications so that you can be alerted whenever a new episode has been posted. What's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Dear World Podcast. It's your girl, Amber J. Happy New Year. And I know I'm late saying that. It is January 27th, and I'm just now saying Happy New Year. But guess what? This is my first episode of the year. So I'm giving what I would have gave at the beginning of the year. Happy New Year. Who gonna check me, boo? (laughs) What had happened was I was supposed to make an episode the first week of the new year and I ended up getting sick and it took me a minute to bounce back from being sick. So I'm just now getting around to making an episode. So I apologize. I made a YouTube video and I said that my intention, my goal for 2024 is just to be more consistent with the pursuit of my goals, meaning podcast episodes, dear world videos, writing, etc. But I do know that my primary focus right now is finishing school and I will not be done with school until April. So if episodes are sparse between now and then, that's why, because baby getting this master's degree is the focus. Okay. Speaking of, let me tell y'all what happened. So I think it was last week. I was checking my courses that are in my shopping cart because with Michigan State, you put classes in your shopping cart and then when enrollment opens for the following semester, you just hit enroll and it automatically enrolls you in the courses. So I was looking at my shopping cart for my summer classes and I was like, why do I have a duplicate class? It was the same class that I have now, but it was in my cart for next semester. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on? So I emailed my academic advisor like, hey, I noticed that I have a duplicate course. Is this one that I need to replace? Or, you know, do I just need the one course to graduate? What's going on? So she was like, after this semester, you're done. And I had to send her a follow-up email like, what do you mean I'm done? She was like, this is your last semester. Once you finish these courses, you're done. You know, your degree program is complete. You apply for graduation already. All you have to do is do your course plan And then a couple of modules, which is basically like research and plagiarism and all that. And I had to go count my credits because I was like, (laughs) she lying. She not telling the truth. And baby, when I went and counted those credits and saw that once I do complete these last two classes, I literally will be done. I can't even put into words how relieved, how happy I was. Like, I have talked about being in school before on a podcast. It has been a long tedious road and I'm so thankful that I didn't give up because several times I was like man fuck school I'm not doing this I'm over it I don't have time I don't have the patience I don't have the energy I don't have the mental capacity all of these things but to know that I overcame all of that and I will officially have my master's degree I'm ecstatic now my mom's talking about oh you about to get your PhD And don't get me wrong, I have thought about it, but if I do choose to get my PhD, I definitely will have to take a year or two off from school. So I was thinking, okay, I'm 33 right now, so maybe if I pursued it, pursued it at 35, I would technically probably have it by the time I was 40. So we'll see, because Dr. Graham does have a nice little ring to it, you know, but I'm just, I'm proud of myself. Um, especially like 
just all of the things that have happened over the last couple of years and just remaining focused and not giving up on myself because my track record with school is a little shoddy, especially undergrad. I gave up several times, went to several different schools, all types of stuff. But I hung in there and the hard work paid off, the frustration paid off. And I'm just, I'm happy and I'm proud of myself. So that is pretty much... I guess the only real update that I have, because as I was telling my sister earlier, I don't do anything for real, but go to work and come home and do homework and just kind of be in my own little little bubble. And that is another thing that I would like to do in 2024 is to have more adventures, even if it's solo, just trying new things and being, I ain't going to say more social because I can't really say that that's one of my goals, but just to do more and experience life more but it also is difficult because baby times are expensive everything is expensive and everything is going up except these wages so I have to find some free stuff to do because I definitely just want to get out more because I'm tired of my location always just saying I'm at home what else has been going on with me I think that's really it I have been watching football with my dad he has been teaching me about the game my dad is a big sports fan like he likes football hockey, basketball, soccer, like he is a big, big sports fan. So it has been cool watching the games with him and just, you know, seeing, seeing Detroit go hard. But, um, I will be watching the game with him on Sunday. Hopefully the Lions win and we go to the Super Bowl. But if not, it's been a, it's been a good run. You feel me? Um, we actually, my sister and I got my dad hockey tickets to the St. Louis Blues versus the Red Wings. Um, That's what we got him for his 60th birthday. But the game is not until February. Because he said he had never been to a hockey game, so I thought that would be a dope gift. So we got that for him. I'm excited for him to go. Like I said, he is a big sports fan. And I was excited to give them to him. Um, What else? Christmas was good. Look, I'm going way back. I ain't made made an episode in a minute talking about Christmas. Christmas was nice, though. Um, my birthday passed. I'm not, did I make a podcast for my birthday after my birthday? I don't even know. I don't remember the last time I made a podcast, y'all. That's terrible. But I turned 33 last year, so that happened. Um, what else? Y'all, I really think that's it. I told you, I don't, I don't do anything but go to work and come home. So I don't really be having a lot to say as far as updates. Oh, I know something. I have been working on my nonprofit plan. Shout out to my mama because she had to get me together. She basically told me, like, walk it like you talk it. Um, I try to be a person of my word. And when you call me out on not being a person of my word, it, it does <laughs> it does uh, ruffle my feathers a little bit. So I had to get it together because I have been talking about doing this for years. Like, for years. And I never put forth any effort towards actually doing it. So now I'm doing it. Um, I worked on my business plan for my nonprofit the other day. I have been reaching out to certain people that I want to be a part of my board, people that I want to be project managers and things like that. So I'm putting things in motion. I have to apply to officially be a nonprofit, but it costs $600. So that is kind of not a priority right now because as I said before, everything high shit. And everything is going up except these wages. But I definitely am going to pay for that and then apply for grants and stuff to eventually try to get a space. So more information will be coming about that. But I'm just, 
I'm excited because like I said, I have been talking about this for years and I'm finally putting things into play. And I love how God works because it's interesting how I got set up to be in this position, right? Because I told y'all I had never been a supervisor and being able to supervise people is an important part of this nonprofit. So God put me in a place for that, right? Then I was like, I need some sort of background to be able to back up what I'm talking about in a sense of preventative things when it comes to juveniles in the criminal justice system. Bam, went back to school, about to have his master's degree. I have learned a lot, like a plethora of information, right? And then all of a sudden, I get kicked into gear and actually start working towards this nonprofit. Like everything is in divine order. And I'm just, I'm really excited about 2024 because all of these things. And I have just been trying to be patient, trusting God, trusting the process. And I'm starting to see things come into flourishing. So I always say this, but I truly believe things happen when they are supposed to and how they are supposed to. I think that is the extent of my updates. So without further ado, let's jump into the topic of this episode. Today, I want to talk about self-abandonment. The definition of self-abandonment, and I'm sure that there are a plethora of definitions, but the one that I found refers to the act of neglecting one's own needs, emotions, and well-being, often in favor of meeting the needs of others or conforming to external expectations. It can lead to feelings of emptiness, resentment, and a lack of self-fulfillment. While there are several examples of self-abandonment, these are the ones that I have. Not trusting your instincts, people-pleasing, hiding parts of yourself, perfectionism, self-criticism and judgment, not honoring your needs, suppressing your feelings, not acting in accordance to your values, codependent relationships, and not standing up for yourself. In several previous episodes, I have discussed how I journal for self-awareness. And recently, I was journaling and I started thinking about previous relationships and the type of men that I have dealt with and all of these things. And it brought on a series of different emotions. And I recognized through processing those emotions and thoughts that I have abandoned myself several times in previous relationships. Whether it was because I wasn't trusting my instincts, um, I was trying to please the men that I was with, I was hiding parts of myself because I either didn't feel comfortable or I felt that I would be rejected for certain things. Um, I often would criticize or judge myself. And I think that is because sometimes I project how I see myself onto other people. And I assume that that is how they see me as well. And I've mentioned this before too. I am really hard on myself. I judge myself a lot. Sometimes I see more of my flaws and I see my qualities and it just, it causes this whole thing. Um, not honoring my needs, like in several previous relationships, I will put their needs before my own. I never have not acted in accordance to my values, but I have done things that I didn't necessarily want to do in order to make the relationship work or to keep my partner happy. Um, I don't think I've never not stood up for myself, but I have definitely tolerated things that I shouldn't have. 
Then I was like, damn, I wasn't respecting my own boundaries. I was ignoring my intuition, like all types of goofy shit. But I had to give myself grace because what I have learned is you do the best that you can in moments, right? You can't beat yourself up for not knowing what you don't know. You can't beat yourself up for doing what you thought was best in a moment in which you were in. Since then, though, I have learned boundaries are important. I have also learned I can't put somebody else's happiness above my own happiness. I can't sacrifice my peace or my sanity trying to hold on to a piece of man or a piece of anybody for that matter. What I learned from those situations, though, is that I don't have to abandon myself to receive love or to give love. I deserve to be loved even if my opinions or preferences differ from the person that I am choosing to be with. I can love my partner and still have different wishes, needs, and desires than what they do. And understanding that I was abandoning myself also helped me understand why I was so exhausted with certain relationships and why I felt so much resentment towards certain exes. It truly was because I spent so much time trying to be a people pleaser to them, trying to make sure that their needs were met, trying to keep them happy and maintain peace and be this ideal woman, all while I was making myself miserable. And not to say that I wouldn't have done said things regardless, but it got to a point, I know for a fact, in certain relationships where I was doing these things simply for the sake of trying to hold on to the relationship, even though I was fighting my intuition knowing that the relationship was over or knowing that the person wasn't right for me or knowing that the person wasn't adding to my level of happiness. And I was allowing these thoughts to percolate and truly just, you know, trying to get a better understanding of self-abandonment and how it has manifested in my life in these relationships and just how moving forward I can grow from these experiences and be a better woman on the other side of it and love myself more. But I also recognize this goes back to filling your cup. I cannot fill somebody else's cup if my cup is not full. I cannot fill somebody's cup if I don't have any overflow. Because overflow is what you use to fill somebody else's cup. So if I don't have any overflow, baby, I have nothing to give. I have nothing to pour into your cup. I can't help you, Tink Tink. I ain't got it. And along with that, I also had to come to an understanding that, hey, Amber, it's okay that you love hard. It's okay that you give 110%. It's okay that you put your best foot forward in relationships and you are a giving, nurturing person. But it's not okay to put somebody else's happiness at a higher regard than what you put yours. And it's not okay if the shit is one-sided. Because we're not going to give a person 110% and they're giving 25 We're not going to contribute to a person's happiness and they're constantly taken away from ours. We're not going to love a person and put our best foot forward, but ignore our boundaries. We're not going to love a person and put our best foot forward and ignore our intuition. I leave y'all with this. At the end of the day, make sure you are choosing you. And I know in relationships, sometimes you have to make sacrifices Sometimes you have to put the greater good before your own wants, desires, and needs, but that shouldn't happen on a consistent basis. You shouldn't sacrifice your happiness or self-love 
peace, any of that, boundaries for the sake of a relationship. Never abandon yourself to have a relationship with somebody else. All right, family, that's it for now. Thank you for tuning in to the Dear World Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to share it. And until next time, you know what to do. Drink your water, mind your business.